All right, welcome to Big Red Talks with Dominic. Uh, this will be season one, Building Healthy Habits, episode one, Facing Your Fears. So I'm gonna just do a brief background of me to get the ball rolling. So I'm a former athlete doing basketball, uh, track, as well as cross country in high school. Um, I'm a student, so I'm currently going to college for business management. So along the years, I learned a lot of different things, including how to be a leader, how to be disciplined, how to be consistent through all these things that I've done. Um, and recently I've been in the fitness industry. So whether it's sales, management, owning my own personal training business, I've done a variety of things. And it's taught me a lot about how to carry myself, how to help others, and how to bring my impact onto other people. So now I'm transferring that passion into this podcast. So we will be uh, discussing various topics that will be uh, relative to you guys. So we're going to be starting off with the first season of building healthy habits. So what does that entail? How can we do that? And how can we translate that to other things that we're dealing with in our personal life? So the first, the first point I wanted to make is that with me owning my personal training business, I did that during the pandemic to make ends meet. I didn't want to go back to the gym in such a weird setting and atmosphere. So I decided to make that leap and become my own boss. Um, things were going well. I had my own clients. Eventually, I had my own trainer as well. So we had a good little thing going and it was good. But it really taught me fully how to be an effective leader. And that doesn't mean you're in charge or you're becking orders at people or you're micromanaging. It's more than position power. So being a leader really encompasses taking personal responsibility, holding yourself and others accountable, as well as using your God-given abilities to help others as well, no matter what that is for you, whether that's being a preacher, being a fitness trainer, being a podcast host, whatever it is. And, and you could do this in your line of work. You can do this in your personal communities. You could do this in the groups that you're in, whatever it is. Um, but when we look at all of this, it's like, how can we relate leadership to facing your fears and then building healthy habits overall? So I discussed this briefly on my page of when we talk about addictions, right? You have the physical ones, of course, like drugs, like nicotine, like porn, like drinking, partying, whatever, right? So those are one battle in in and of itself, right? Because you have to physically tackle them. But what happens when you have to deal with the psychological effect of each of those? So for me personally, I'm very transparent about my story. Back in college, back in even high school, I was addicted to a lot of these things. And it took me a lot of self-actualization to really get over it and to work on myself. And it was hard. It was difficult because you really have to dig deep within yourself to climb yourself out of a hole. So I know a lot of people out there are struggling with something. Maybe it's not, like I said, a physical addiction. Maybe that's in the past for you. Maybe it's just looking at women the wrong way. Maybe that's trying to not rely on caffeine for energy, whether that's not having cravings for sweets. I know that I'm the same way. We're all human, right? So it's like, how do we deal with 
the psychological effects of addiction and how can we transfer that into building healthy habits and being consistent and being a role model for others, right? So for me, I highlighted the big three of trauma, lust, and cravings. So those are underlying feelings that we have that associate with physical addictions like substances, as well as, you know, physical feelings like sex and porn for lust. And then cravings, of course, would be more on the fitness and nutrition side, right? So that's whether it's sweets, whether it's, you know, junk food, we all get that. And it's, it's normal. But my whole thing is having a balance because God didn't make us perfect, right? We're going to mess up, we're going to make mistakes. So we have to figure out a way to be 90% consistent. That's what I say 90% because none of us is perfect, or else we would rise from the dead, and we'd be Jesus, you know, so we have to be aware of that, that it's okay to mess up, but we have to be aware and we have to make a tangible plan in order to do so, right? So for me, I made a couple points on these big three. Um, I think the first key one is mentally aligning yourself. So for a lot of these, for me, I had to stop talking to girls, right? To disassociate that mental attachment, right? For the physical substances like weed and nicotine, I had to lose friends that did it. I had to say no to situations I normally say yes to. And I would have to be like antisocial at times and be by myself because you know what? If you're around people or situations that reminisce of that for you, it's going to up your chances of relapsing. So I think like time, energy, and environment are important in terms of that. Excuse me. Um, Secondly, I would say finding healthy habits. So anyone that knows me knows I live in the gym, right? But my biggest thing is if something like that is normal to you, like the gym, like eating healthy, like reading books, whatever it is for you, Yes, it's part of your routine. Yes, it's a good thing. But at the same time, it could be a crutch. So I go to the gym every single morning. It's not like something I go to when I'm going through something. Like some people like, okay, maybe I do it once or twice a week because I'm feeling stressed. I'm feeling angst. I'm feeling anger, whatever. I'm already there. So it's like I need to find things outside of my realm of my routine in order to negate these feelings. So what is that for me? So nature. I like getting outside. I like traveling. I like sunlight, even though I'm white and I get burnt. Um, Keeping a journal. Like I said, reading books. These are all important things because you're, you're, you're sitting with those feelings. So in order to, to feel you have to, to heal, you have to feel. So whatever that is for you, whether it's taking a nap, being unproductive, watching some TV for a little bit, or like I said, having a little journal, reading a book on healing. I have one as well. Um, I'm very close with my faith, which we'll talk about more in the future, as well as astrology and spirituality, which I know everyone's like, oh, that's a conspiracy theory, whatever. No, it's it's actually very telling. So if you look up your sign, you look up who you're compatible with, and then you match that up with the people that you're close to or you're associated with, it's actually very, very revealing. And I noticed that the girls that I'm into, they're the signs that I'm uh, com- compatible with and my good friends as well. The ones that I don't like, I'm not compatible with. So I'm not saying that it's, it's you know, the end all be all, you know, nothing is all, all truth or all powerful like the Bible and like God, but it's definitely something that can guide you if you, you want to get into more of that spiritual aspect. 
I think it grounds you more than just, oh, I believe in God. Oh, I go to church. Oh, I read the Bible. It's connecting all the dots and putting everything together. And that makes you more aware of yourself, the people around you and the environment. So I think that that can help you with your addictions and those underlying conditions. Because once you realize that everything around us is just a mirage, we're literally nothing matters on our physical material world. People, people get caught up too much in, oh, I need this fancy new car. Oh, I need to go out and get drunk. Oh, I need to get this new chain, whatever. No, none of that matters. None of that goes with you in the afterlife, you know? So you really need to focus on what habits are going to be good for me and how can I be more at peace with myself and align myself in that way. So I think that one's super, super important. And like I said, being consistent with it, not just shitballing a plan and, oh, I might, I might do it once, once, once in a while uh, here and there. It's not going to be sustainable. So it's important to stick to it. And if you need to have accountability for it, have someone like, hey, Dom, hey, Big Red, you know, what have you done today to work on your health? What have you done today to work on your addiction? What have you done today to work on establishing better habits? That I can't understate because we're, we're our harshest critics. So if we have somebody that's there for us, whether it's a best friend, whether it's a family member, if you have nobody, talk to God. That's all I got to say. Um, last, and it kind of ties into those two, is your, your source, your personal source of peace and energy. So I'm not here to convert anybody. I'm not here to say, like, you know, you have to believe in God. You have to go to church. You have to read the Bible. You have, you have to be an astrological wizard, whatever. No. If you have a sense of camality and overall peace, harmony just from you, just from a more moral, ethical standpoint, I love that. I'm not, I'm not here to tell anybody what to do or what to believe or what to think, right? It's what works for you. We're all different as humans. We're all God's children, in my opinion, right? So we all have different things that work for us, different things that don't work for us. So I think it's key to recognize, evaluate, and implement that source of inner peace for you because the root of all problems, the root of all feelings of angst, of anxiety, of depression, of doubt, fear, all come from the unknown. So if we know that something, you know, higher and bigger is guiding us or the universe is protecting us, or hey, if you're an you're an atheist and you worship Satan. I'm not, I'm not going to condone that, but whatever you believe in, as long as it's guiding you and it's keeping you grounded, you know, that's going to help you overall in all of your pursuits. So I think that mentally aligning yourself, finding healthy habits and staying consistent with it, as well as having that overall source of inner peace and energy. So once you figure these things out, you can start to really find yourself. I think my biggest spiritual awakening is when a when i met my best friend in college and he was very close with his faith and he opened up my perspective and my boundaries a lot because it takes the right person to do that right made my mind go like this i started doing that with other people spread 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 until eventually you're so open-minded where you question everything and i'm not saying like to question your existence and to question everything around you and whatever but i think that it's important to be open-minded. It's important to be receptive to change because if you're comfortable 
being stagnant, you're never going to overcome that addiction. You're never going to build those healthy habits. You're never going to align yourself as a human being. So my whole objective and goal of this podcast is not only to relay my experiences and insights, but it's to bring people together. It's, as my tagline says, to mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically, everything grow you, evolve you, become the best you that you can be. Because guess what? We're not in this alone. I went through so much trauma, so much recovery, so much depression, so much anxiety all by myself. And we don't have to do that. We got a community, we got family, we got God, we're never alone. So my biggest encouragement to you guys is to think how this is going to resonate in your life. How can you apply these tactics to better serve you, better serve the people around you, the environment around you, the energy energy around you? Because guess what? You got to control what you can control. You can't worry about uncontrollable forces, right? So control your time, control your energy, control your peace, and you'll see that translate to every part of your life, man. So that's kind of an intro to what we're going to be talking about uh, this this season and these episodes. I am going to be bringing people on from the fitness industry for this season. I think it's going to be applicable. It's going to be relevant. It's going to be insightful because these people, we come to our gym at our worst. We don't come in as perfect human beings, right? It's a trial and error process. So these people get what it takes to pull yourself out of a dark place, to establish consistency, to bring up people around you and establish a community. So we're going to be going on. We're going to be bringing, bringing up uh, different people each week. Um, I'm thinking about doing eight to 10 episodes for each season. So that's kind of how it's going to be. I'll be posting each one as we go. Um, so until next week, we will see you guys on episode two.